SEP Fanfic Readings presents Aurelian by Biddy Blue Eyes. Chapter 1 Surprise Guest Mummy! Mummy! The small boy cried in panic as the blur of colors swirled around him. As quickly as the spinning began, it ceased, and he was left in front of a roaring fire in a brightly lit room. Mummy! Mummy! He screamed with fright. Bloody hell! A voice shouted from behind him accompanied by what sounded like firecrackers. The boy spun around, tears streaming down his face as he stared at two startled men. Both men were on their feet instantly. The dark-haired man with his wand at the ready. The red-haired man looked as startled as the child. His deck of exploding snap cards immediately forgotten lay at his feet. Mummy! 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 The child chanted. His eyes were shut tightly, as if hoping hard enough he could will the world to be as he wished it. Bloody hell, the red-haired man repeated dumbly. Who the hell is that? The man with messy raven-black hair adjusted his glasses and shook his head to answer his friend, unable to speak. The sound of the child's cries prevented him from thinking properly. He wasn't there a second ago. He, he just appeared. The redhead continued, speaking his observation aloud in hopes that his friend would concur. The black-haired man nodded in response and slowly took a step forward. Mummy, mummy, mummy. The boy continued to chant softly through his hiccuping sobs. Um, er, hi? The black-haired man offered uncertainly as he bent over to look at the child's face. The boy opened his eyes to look at the man silently, his tiny face set in a great, frightened pout. His breaths came in sharp, involuntary waves. Harry? Ron? A woman's voice called from above, accompanied by quickly approaching footsteps. What's going on? I... The woman's voice cut off immediately as she stepped off the staircase and nearly bumped into the unexpected visitor. Um, who is this? Don't know, Ron, the dumbstruck redhead answered as he looked up at the young woman that shared his same ginger-colored freckles. He came out of nowhere. I mean, he wasn't there, and then he was screaming. Harry nodded in agreement. But how could... I mean, who is he? The woman asked, unsettled by the child's curious appearance. I don't know, Harry answered, ruffling his hair on the back of his head, causing it to look even more unruly. The woman looked even more frustrated by the lack of help from the two men. She loved them both dearly. How could she not? They were her brother and her boyfriend. But they could be so useless at times. Hey, sweetie, the woman said gently as she knelt before the toddler. My name is Ginny. Can you tell me? Ginny? Ron asked uncertainly when his sister stopped suddenly. He, he's covered in blood, the girl said in horror. Merlin! What? Harry insisted hurriedly as he too knelt before the tot. Are you hurt? Ginny pressed quickly, trying to open the boy's wool cloak. The boy jerked away, a wave of fresh tears slipping down his cheeks. Mommy! He whined pathetically. Look, Harry said, pointing at the boy's face. A bloody handprint. It's still wet. I don't think he's the one that's hurt. Hey, hey, little one. Ginny tried to pacify him with her soothing tone of voice. Can you tell me your name now? Ori, the boy answered through his continued sobs. Ori, right. Now, can you... What is all the racket down here? Another boisterous woman's voice carried down the stairs, just before her appearance. Oh! Mom, do you know this boy? Ginny asked quickly. No, should I? The woman asked as she appraised the child. We don't know, Harry answered. He literally appeared out of thin hair. Ori, whose blood is this on you? Ginny asked nervously. M Mummies. Where's Mummy? Ori squealed. Oh, dear. The older woman, Molly, worried as she looked closer. She, too, knelt before the boy. 
We want to find your mummy too, Ori. But that means we need to know who your mummy is, Ginny explained slowly. Can you tell us your mum's name? Mummy, the boy pouted. That's helpful, Ron remarked sarcastically. Both women threw scowls at him over their shoulders. What about your name, love? Ginny pressed. What's your surname? What's your last name? Ori, the boy answered again. Yes, dear. Ori is your little name, isn't it? But you have a bigger name too, don't you? Molly asked kindly, the unnaturally high pitch of her voice belying her calm demeanor. What's your big name? Aurelian, the boy replied, his breathing beginning to calm slowly. Very good, Molly praised. Aurelian is a beautiful name, but I bet you have a bigger name still, don't you? I bet your mummy says it when she scolds you. What does your mummy say when you get into trouble? Aurelian Jude, come here right now, the boy barked in fierce mother's tone, pointing at the floor next to him. Very good, and I bet you listen like a good boy, too. Molly smiled, still unsettled by the situation and the blood on the child's face. She itched to wipe it away, but was afraid to frighten the boy any further. Jude, it doesn't sound familiar, Ron answered as he looked at the others in question. Ginny and Harry shook their heads. No, it doesn't sound familiar, Molly replied over her shoulder. But I have a feeling that that is only his middle name. Aurelian, I know this is hard, but try to think. Where were you and your mummy before you got here? Harry asked seriously. Right here, Aurelian pointed to the spot behind him on the floor. No, before you got here, Harry pried, becoming more frustrated by the lack of helpful answers. What were you and your mummy doing? How did she get hurt? The boy looked a little frightened and Ginny scolded Harry for it. It's obvious he's having a hard time. Don't overwhelm him like that. Sorry, but some woman is out there bleeding and losing a lot of blood and we've got to get answers before we're too late, Harry said a bit heatedly. Now, Ori, where were you and your mummy? What were you doing? Running. We run here, Ori answered with a shy, worried pout. Why were you running? What were you running from? Harry continued. From the scary people. Aurelian hunched his shoulders and his pout deepened at the discomfort of the memory. Who were the scary people? Ginny asked with a concern. For whatever reason, she had convinced herself that it must have been an attack by a creature that had caused such a large amount of blood, or perhaps a splinching accident. The people with black, the ones with the silver faces, the boy answered, tears gathered in his eyes once more. I want mommy, he cried. Death eaters? Ron voiced all of their concerns. No, no, it's not possible, Harry insisted, too afraid to think otherwise. Voldemort's been dead for two years. Most of the Death Eaters are in Azkaban. The ones that aren't, no one would dare risk such a move on their own. We can't jump to conclusions, especially one based on a toddler's account. Enough about the scary people. We need to figure out where he came from. Tell us again, Aurelian. Where were you and your mummy before you were here with us? Ginny asked again, irritated by Harry's temper. Right there, Aurelian pointed again at the wall beside the fireplace. But it was dark. Wait. Ginny said, her eyes locked on his middle. Ori, I'm going to take a look at your cloak for just a second, okay? I'm going to just take a peek. Ginny's words were soothing as she slowly reached toward him. Ori watched her uncertainly as she pulled the front flap of his black winter cloak to the side to reveal his pale green robes beneath. Ginny's fingers were bloody from simply touching the cloak. What in Merlin's name is he doing in a winter cloak and scarf in the middle of summer anyway? He must be roasting, Ron observed. I think this answers a lot, Ginny said slowly as she pulled the long chain on Aurelian's neck forward to the others could see. A time-turner? Harry asked in surprise. 
Ori, where did you get that? Mummy, Ori answered. Did your mom spin that before you got here? Jenny asked. The boy just nodded. Why? Why would she send a small child through time on his own like that? Jenny demanded as she choked on the lump forming in her throat. He has no idea what's going on. How are we supposed to... Ginny, dear, calm down a moment, Molly suggested. I'm sure that... Whose wand is that, Ori? Harry interrupted as he stared at the battered piece of wood in the boy's fist. Aurelian tightened his grip on the wand and looked at Harry warily. Can I see it, please? Harry requested and held out his palm. Mummy said not to let go. Aurelian pulled the wand up close to his chest and held it protectively in both hands. I'm sure she just didn't want you to drop it, love. Why not let Harry have a look? He'll give it back, won't you, Harry? Molly said sweetly. Of course, Harry answered, not entirely sure whether he'd comply when the time came. The boy hesitantly handed over the wand and quickly turned to Bally. I want mommy. I know, dear, but I am so sorry I'm late, a new voice said hurriedly as a frazzled woman backed into the room and placed a bag next to the front door. I was all set to leave and mommy, Aurelian cried with excitement and relief. Every adult in the room startled in shock as the small, distraught boy, suddenly filled with joy and energy, flew across the room and threw his arms around the newcomer's legs. Mummy! Mummy! Uppy mummy! Aurelian stretched his arms up, offering himself to the confused woman in front of him. Um, uh, hello? The woman answered uncertainly, apprehensive to touch the worn, ragged, unknown child. Um, who, who is this? The woman's confused gaze wandered over the familiar faces of her friends, but if she was looking for an answer, she would not find it there. Harry, Ron, Ginny, and Molly all stared unblinking, mouths agape at the curly-haired witch. Guys, she tried again to get their attention. Mummy, uppy, the toddler insisted desperately. I'm sorry, love, but I'm not your mom, the witch answered with remorse. But she was not really used to being around small children and felt very uncomfortable. But she couldn't help but feel pity for the sad, pleading little boy. Uh, Hermione? Harry said in a flat, stunned voice. I, I think you might be.